Welcome to the bonus episode of the Skin Distillery Lounge. Today we are talking all about what is in for 2024 and what is out for 2023 related to our skincare studio. Yep. And I hope this episode inspires you to sit down and really look at last year so you can make this year better. We are really excited about the new season that's coming up next week. It's Tuesday. going to be, oh, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Next week, oh, Tuesday. Next week, Tuesday, we are bringing in a very fresh set of episodes for you guys. It's very intentional, and we are really looking forward to sharing what we have for you guys this next season, season three. Season three, baby. Wow, unreal. I'm excited. <laughs> we can't wait for you guys to listen to next week, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Emily. We are licensed estheticians and co-founders of The Skin Distillery. Welcome to The Lounge, a show about two SD besties, aka us, who have a cocktail or two and converse about our journey in the treatment room. Our goal is to start changing the mindset of estheticians by sharing our vulnerabilities and business strategies to let you know that you are not alone and you can have it all. Cheers! All right, so... It is January, and most people do dry Januarys. I was going to say something sarcastic, but what I, are you going to say? <laughs> I don't know. Like no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. Uh, duh. Um, you don't say. You don't say what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> January? Are you kidding me? <laughs> um. Okay, so most people are doing dry January. I love the term damp January because I am kind of doing a dry January. And no, I'm not pregnant. Emily thought that because I like skipped out on booze twice this week. I know I lost sleep over it. I said, oh, geez, she's pregnant. I was like, Wait. we won't be able to go on our trip. I know. I was like, what is my life going to The trajectory is going to be different. No, I was like, hell no, I ain't pregnant. Um, <laughs> I just overindulged. I felt like between November and December with all the holidays. And it, I decided to go really hard so that I would be so sick of booze I wouldn't want to touch it. And that's what I did. I She's from Wisconsin, ladies and gents. You go big or you go home. So I went aggressive to the point where I was like, I can't even look at alcohol. So <laughs> we are – last night we did an N.A. wine, which was kind of nice. We did a Cabernet that was the – it's spirit-free, so they removed the alcohol. It wasn't the best cab, but you know what? It kind of like made us feel like we were drinking wine with our lasagna. Yeah. It was like grape juice with a it weird was, smell. It was worse than that. Yeah. I love grape juice. I do too. I did not love this. Well. But it was fine. It it, it was fine. It, I'm it not like going to hate like it. A, it felt like a vibe. Yeah. I think. I would. I mean, we have some leftover. We might drink it again, but maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, we have the other mocktails for Oh, tonight. that's right. We'll save that one for the other podcast. Okay. Today. Oh, yeah. So we had that last night if you want to count that, but I'm not even going to share it with you guys because I would highly recommend not to buy that I one. mean, just don't drink any. Just don't drink it. It was trash. It's so, the real thing or none. So we're bougie bitches and we're at this cabin up north and we knew that they'd have like a crap coffee maker. No mm. offense. Most places are going to have a generic one. Why would they put a nice expensive one in? Yeah, because people break stuff. Yeah. So we – I brought my Nespresso because Emily and I have t like – we like our better coffee and yeah. stuff. So we are drinking um, a, a caramel, caramel latte. A caramel latte. Yeah. With, and it was fantastic. Thank you. And we're eating cake from – Shug. Shug baked goods yep. on Instagram. Yep. Follow her. She makes beautiful freaking cakes. Yeah. It's like S U G baked goods. S U G. Yeah. S U G. Oh, I thought you said F U G. I'm like, fug. 
Shug. <laughs> so we're having our caramel lattes, which are amazing with the Shug cake. Mm-hmm. And um, hence why we're all jacked up on sugar and caffeine. Mm-hmm. But sorry that today's drink's a little basic, but that is what we're drinking right now. Sometimes that's needed. Sometimes basic is good. I we're would say have, more times than not it is. We're going to have a basic white girl lunch today. We are. Which is like cheese, apple, carrots, snap, snap peas. peas. A little bit of like those little baby peppers. I forgot to bring crackers. Oh, well. Oh, we have sourdough bread. Yeah, we do. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing for lunch. But on with that episode. Yay. We're back. What's up, everybody? Did you guys miss us? <laughs> <laughs> I have a piece of cake in my mouth. <laughs> you guys, we are right like – First off, before we dive into today's episode, which is going to be about reflecting on 2023 and our moving forward to 2024. And yes, I fucking know it's already 2024. We're late to the game. I don't give a shit. Not really. No, we're not really. But I'm just saying Emily and I overdid ourselves last year. (sighs) And that's what we're going to talk into this year. But (laughs) basically we were so wiped out, burnt out, exhausted, had no extra time. And instead of providing half-assed content and forced content, we said, you know what, what's more important to us, our health and mental clarity. So we took a break. So we kind of went off the grid for two weeks. We took a- It was so magical. Yeah, it was unreal. So we took a Christmas break from the studio and also the Skin Distillery Lounge for a little over two weeks to reset. Yeah. And I'm not mad about it. Not at all. I kind of could have used another week, but I could have totally used another week. <laughs> we're actually recording at this cute cabin up north right now. We're doing a retreat for the lounge, but mm-hmm. we figured we'd record two episodes um, during the retreat, and this would be one of them. Yeah. Our yeah. first one back. So um, we thought it'd be fun to do a little catch up first. And Emily, you watched some solid movies during <laughs> break, and I just got I to watch one of them too, so let's chat. Yes. Let's so chat I was dish. actually pretty sick over break. Um, I did not get to enjoy Christmas with my family. It was very sad, but it gave me the opportunity to just rest, which was really needed. Um, but I had a lot of time to watch some movies. So <clears throat> there was three that I watched, but the, the two that we'll talk about would be um, – I think it's called End of the World. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it was yeah. Julia Roberts. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. So this one was a little bit controversial. Well, both are pretty controversial. But some people loved it. Some people I hated it. Loved I it. absolutely loved this movie. Obsessed. Everything. The ending. Loved it. The whole time I was like, mm, mm. I don't want to give too much away, but when I saw the teeth fall out, I was like, radiation, <laughs> radiation. Exactly. I was like, if you've seen Chernobyl, that yeah. series, I was like, radiation yeah but for me it was not so much like the end of the world part it was the sociology behind everything there were so many messages in this movie about how people operate Mm -hmm. and how truly when crisis hits you can either become your best self or your worst and it showcased how people can go against one another like that. that and you know what we all love Julia Roberts. She's America's sweetheart. But in this movie, she you was a, hate her. I hated her. I'm she, like, are you kidding? I'm like, you're such a bitch. Big time bitch. <laughs> but she played it well. She did. She I love her it. regardless. She's my favorite actress. The best laugh. I would say the yes. best on-screen laugh of all time. Forever. And smile. She's just the yeah. best. She, um, Julia Roberts and Sandra Bullock are my favorite female actresses. 
Those are like my top two. Mm-hmm. I, also, I think because we're '90s kids and we just oh, grew up so with many Sandra the Bullock movies and so many Julie Roberts yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. And they're brunettes, and that's like yes. Thing. And that one guy. There's actually a lot of guys. Oh, is it Russell Crowe? No, um, the who guy, is her the, husband. Yeah, there's um, oh my gosh, there's the two the two guys in this movie are just phenomenal as well. Um, um I can bring it up. Okay, so end of the was it end? yes end of the world. Is it end of the No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh end of the world movie Netflix. It's called Leaving the World Behind. Okay. Leave the go. world behind. Sorry yeah. guys, we got that wrong, but you all knew what we were talking about. I would hope so. <laughs> okay, so Leave the World Behind. Oh, Ethan Hawk. Yeah, but I, that's not who I'm talking about. You're talking about Marshall Alley. Yeah, he's awesome. Ma how do you say Maharshala uh, Alley? No, hold on. <laughs> how do you say his name? I gotta read it. I have he's to see. He's very it. sexy. Yeah, he is cast okay it's um mahershala 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 there you go you somebody fuck. message us and tell us how to say this he's guy's gorgeous name. he's beautiful we love him love his him. daughter he she was an amazing actress as well all the everybody it was fantastic phenomenal acting and kevin bacon's in it too <gasps> oh my god mm-hmm. he's I a crazy lit- neighbor yeah i literally was like watching and i'm like that looks like kevin bacon but i'm it's like him, it's man. not and then my husband was like yeah it's kevin yeah, bacon it i was like oh my fucking yeah. god this is hilarious yeah Anyways, that was a great scene with him. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Now, the so, second one I haven't seen, so don't give any spoilers. I will But just, I'm, I know, I've been seeing all the TikTok reels yeah. of people like the yes. running through the house yes. scene or whatever. Yes. yes. Okay. So, what's that one called? It's called Saltburn. There we go. So, this is another controversial one. You either love it or you hate it. I absolutely loved it. It is very uncomfortable to watch. Okay. It's one of those things. It's kind of like Euphoria. I don't recommend this movie to people. <laughs> I don't recommend Euphoria to people, but. I loved it. The main guy so, in it, he's like uncomfortable to even just look at. There's something he, different I thought about he, him. Well, I won't say what I thought on air. I'm going to tell you what I thought off, I off air. I feel like we're on the yeah, same Yeah, we page. are. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the words that we talked about last night. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> secret message. Secret message. Yes. I'm like, what the heck? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then, okay. Anyways, there. I'm a sociocultural socio- studies major. I thought you were so, going to say you're a sociopath. No. Sorry. I just had a bit of a stutter <laughs> at the wrong time. But I majored in sociology, and so I love how, like, watching how people are wired and just, like, the sociology behind things. And so this was another movie where you're like, frick. That's why Emily is such an amazing listener. Yeah, thank you, Mel. That was very nice. Um, So there's there's three scenes in particular in this movie that give you the absolute shock factor of your life. Um, You have to watch it, Mel, because we have to talk about this. But I'm just saying – I'm not telling you guys to watch this. You can watch it on your own free will, but please let us know in the comments your thoughts because I need somebody to talk to about this. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasty. I will watch it this probably this week. You're going to gag. I will. No like. pun intended with that scene. Anyways. As I'm literally, you guys just eating straight up fucking frosting off of this cake. <laughs> There's just a lot going on, and I can't say it without giving. I know. I'm away. sorry, I didn't watch it yet, so we can't. It's okay. Talk. But anyways, that's good. I, do, I I'm also reading a book right now called the Just the Nicest Couple. Okay. I'm also very interested in what's going to happen in this book. So you're not. Oh, reading- I'm listening to it on Audible. I don't like it. I'm. I couldn't. I couldn't finish it on Audible because I was very annoyed by the fucking character. The guy's voice. Christian, Irritating. Christian. Yes. I honestly, it's horrible. I I like had a fast forward actually, and I just went to the end because I was just like, I'm over this book. His voice is, and okay, and the girl, the other female voice, the which one, the friend, the one that not Lily, the other girl. 
Well, Lily's voice also drove me fucking they, insane. Yeah. So, anyways, she's another voice in another book. I think the voice they casted for the book, I don't. I think that was the problem. It was the problem. But I'm just. I want to know what happened. So I'm committed to the story. Mm. Um, I'm just leaving it at that. Okay. Uh, speaking of other reads, mm-hmm. because these are the, these are the things that we did on our fucking time off, and I'm really happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys read the fourth wing in like three days mm-hmm. amazing i know everyone's going crazy about it so good i'm yeah. so glad i bought the second book because the first book leaves you at a cliffhanger i'm just gonna throw out there because i did not know this this is gonna be a five book series five no i'm not kidding Holy so goodness. that was very upsetting to me because i started reading the second book and i really only have like 200 pages left of the second book i like knocked out like 500 pages in three days Again, couldn't put the second one down. That one's called The Iron Flame. Iron Flame. That one is also amazing. I would say just as good as the first. And I'm sad and I don't, I kind of don't want to finish it because now I'm going to have to wait for like each book to come out. Yeah, it's like, well, mm. yeah, that's, that's, I don't like that. It's a bummer, but it's really good. It felt good to read. I haven't read for a long time because work's been so busy and my yeah. life's been really busy and I really enjoy reading i like all types of books but i i like thriller i like fantasy i love fantasy because i feel like it just lets me go to another world and completely check out of thriller reality. thriller fantasy romance those are my favorite sam sam mm-hmm. yeah um yeah and then i'm also reading a book that one of my friends recommended um it's called signs signs and it is let me see who wrote it because like that could mean a lot of things <laughs> true it's called Signs, The Secret Language of the Universe by Laura Lynn Jackson. And it's a collection of incredible stories that speak to the universe's endless capacity for magical moments. It is, I'm only 40 pages in. I just started reading it this weekend on this retreat. And we I've, talked about it this morning. We talked, breakfast. we had some deep moments mm-hmm. about this morning, like goosebump worthy. Mm-hmm. And if you've listened to past episodes, you've known I've lost both my sisters um, in different, re- different ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to allow myself to be more open this year. And this book is really, I think, reopening some of those things I like closed down mm-hmm. and feeling, yeah, like these magic moments. There's these magic moments in life. And it's, yep. I'm more to come. I haven't yes. gone through all the way through it. But if you've gone through loss, you might be, be really encouraged into by this it. book. Yeah. Easy read too. Yeah. Okay. I have the I have the fourth wing and the iron flame on my dresser. Start so, reading them. Yeah, I can't wait. You won't be able to put them down. I know. That's why I haven't started. I know. I'm like, ah. You won't want to do any work. I'm on page like five. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, know. Exactly. Okay. So um, last but not least, controversial, Jeremy Allen White from The Bear, <laughs> the show The Bear on Hulu. He's the chef. Hot or not? No. I kind of think he's hot. There's no. something like he's got really beautiful blue eyes. Yes, he does. Okay, there's like parts of him that are hot. Or Willy Wonka, Gene Wilder That's vibes. who I see. But then you see the Calvin Klein commercial, and I'm like, I'm aroused. I Yeah, but I'm a big face person. I You got to have a hot face. I don't know. I feel like he has a really – looking at him – His like, body's incredible. Yeah. So you're saying you would hook up with him in the dark? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that is what I'm saying. <laughs> or just like if he wore a mask and you only yes. saw his eyes. Yes, yes. Yeah, he does literally look like Gene Wilder's <laughs> doppelganger at times. But then, and like, that movie is my worst nightmare. So I'm I sorry, I can't really cross over. I can't do it. Okay, but let us know what you guys think. Yeah, controversial, but like I'm just throwing it out there. 
hot or, or not. not. Sometimes hot, sometimes not. I think it just depends on what's going on. Fair enough. Watch the Calvin Klein commercial. You're gonna be you're gonna be confused. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Yep. So okay. report back, everyone. All right, you guys, we're just jacked up on lattes. We saged our like retreat to get in the zen. And as you can tell, we're like bouncing off of sugar. Yes. So, all right, we are saying peace out 2023. It's done. We're moving on. Um, I think for us, we have to let go of some things to move forward to 2024, but we really had to reflect on what we were letting go, I think, mm-hmm. and to process why. And right. I think a good example of that is I would have loved to have done the podcast till the end of the year and provided this kind of stuff by the end of the year, but we were just so exhausted. There's no way. They, we, didn't, we didn't give ourselves enough strategy and time blocking for our for our, the studio, for the lounge, and for ourselves. And it this year was a total whirlwind. Yeah. And I guess just to preface, like the beginning of the year started off like really good. Yeah. And then my husband's dad passed away in April. Mm-hmm. On it, like really fast and quick. Mm-hmm. My sister um, passed away in May, and then I just felt like that was a blur of like three months. And then we onboarded some big devices, yep. and that was a whole thing. And then I got a house, which was also a whole thing. And well, we also we moved studios <laughs> and we went to Vegas. Like, yeah. I was like, no wonder I'm so exhausted. Mm-hmm. And we had this big talk last night. Like, I feel I'm mad because we and were- we also planned a very big event. At the end of the year as well. Yeah, we kind of added that in, but yeah. I'm not mad about it. No, it not either. But it was just another thing. Yeah, you know? it's like, why do I, why do I do this to it? Yeah. Well, because we're hustlers. Yeah. So, with that being said, um, we are gonna talk about what we're letting go of as we transition into 2024. So, Emily, do you want to start us off with the first one that we have down? Yeah. So, <clears throat> we said goodbye to the four day work weeks. And hello to three-day work weeks. And that specifically is in studio. In studio. Yes. Yes. So what so does that mean? While four days a week sounded great, it actually hindered us mm-hmm. um, and kept us from being productive in the things that we actually wanted to be productive in, which was the lounge mm-hmm. and also just content in general for the skin distillery. Both. Yep. But mostly the lounge. Yes. And so moving down to, excuse me, three days a week, that designated us to have one day of content planning, et cetera, for this podcast. And then one day for personal time off. And that personal time off kind of flexes a little bit. It does. It's like a personal appointment, maybe, you know, sending out some personal emails, like emails to some of my clients, but it's like, I can choose that day however I want. Exactly. And more, more times than not, it's like a 50-50 for both days. Same. Like yep. half the days for podcasting, half a day work, is for personal half stuff. days for personal stuff. So we kind of split it. Yeah. But when I was working four days a week in studio while moving into a new house and studio moving, mm-hmm. th- th- what happened is I'm working four full days in studio on top of trying to deal back on stuff on those days while in studio. And then on my fifth day, which would you would think, oh, it's your day off. No, I had so much catch up. Yep. I was like ordering products for the studio. I was like responding to emails. I was having to do my personal appointments. I was trying to do our podcasting. Mm-hmm. And then it was like Saturday and Sunday, I would have to like catch up with back end stuff as well still. I never felt like I could check out. Right. And so, really the weekends, if you have them off, should be for your family, should be for yeah. your own life, you know? Yeah. 
and I kind of everything bleeds together and it's like you gotta have boundaries I couldn't breathe I felt like I was being stuffed in a box yep so and are we perfect at this no I feel like work is still a pretty much everyday thing but we're trying to really be better about being intentional intentional. about having those days off my biggest fear about going into a four-day week was or sorry going into a three-day work week is to do was reduced income and let me tell you I've made more income in the last I shifted to a three-day work week in October and I've made more income than I did with a four-day work week yeah which is crazy that's how my transition because I I started before Mel did just because I smarter well no but so you got that one up ahead of me sometimes <laughs> I, I come in pledge and sometimes, sometimes I Emily do does. we tag team it but my end of the year did not end in the greatest of terms but I had a lot of just learning like cancellations just transitions a lot of client transitions and you know what that's okay so I don't see this as like a fail by any means it's just like a learning lesson and I've Mm -hmm. I truly have learned a lot so success all the way around Mm -hmm. yep all right this one I want Emily to say because I feel like Uh this is her wheelhouse Mm -hmm. yeah so we have decided to bid farewell to um clients who are not our ideal client. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Um, I have had to go into my back end and actually put a block on specific people because of the amount of cancellations that they have put through my system. And at some point, enough is enough. You're messing with my books long enough and you're going to get blocked. And I have no problem with that. I had one girl email me and reach out and I said, I'm I'm sorry, but you have to email me in order to book at this point because you have canceled so many times. Seven? That's insane. No, I'm putting an end to that. And I just want to empower anybody who is in the same position to put those boundaries up. No, you cannot mess with me like that. This is your business. You have to take control and you have to say no to people sometimes because when you say no to them, you're saying yes to other people. You're saying yes to your ideal clients. And I have had to learn the hard way. I guess I've always kind of had good boundaries, but I was lenient with some people because I was like, oh, I really like them. They were at one point super consistent. And you know what? At the end of the day, it really isn't about you. It's a them thing. They have stuff going on in their life or they're making that decision for themselves and it's not about you so you can't take it personally but you still have to have the boundary yes because like you said it's your business i think this is a great way to phrase it it's not about turning people away but rather focusing on those who appreciate and benefit from our services the most this helps create a more positive and fulfilling environment for the clients that do respect us absolutely and it puts you in a better mood. It puts you in a better state oh, of mind 100%. where you can give your best to your clients and you're not freaking worrying about all the drama of the cancellat- the cancellations. it does fuck up your energy. It does. And it messes with your books. And when you have three or four of those happening in a week or a month, it's like it mentally is very taxing. Mm-hmm. And you do take it personally. And it's tough. But you have to, you have to just let it go. Boom. And you don't, you don't have to have that desperate energy to get more people. You just have to have strategies in place. Well, that which we'll perfect. talk about. <laughs> That's exactly what we're diving yeah. into. So we're ditching the winging it mentality. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're bringing in more strategy and running the business back end. 
and we've set clear income and expectations expense goals, ensuring a more sustainable and thriving business. So what that means, Emily and I are still going to sit down with her and go through her numbers. Mm -hmm. I'm really going to like focus in on her. I actually was really good with my finance, like goal planning last year, like that I crushed. Yeah. But what I was not good about, I feel like was the strategy of how I was going to be in studio and out of studio and how that like my work days looked. Yeah. Crushed it on my financial goals. And that's yep. because I had a strong strategy in place for that. Yep. Which you guys coming out is going to be an income tracker and it's going to, it's going to be awesome. Going to be amazing for yeah. all of you. And I can't wait to share more details to come. This yep. is just like a little teaser. Yep. And but I'm excited to fill it out. Because- Emily is going to be right mm-hmm. on. She's basically yeah. going to be like a student with the journey on it. Yeah. But Emily is probably going to feel the same way. And that just includes like strategy on like yeah. hours in studio possibly like what like we just did a mm-hmm. huge bridal event that brought her new clients yep. that pre-booked a bunch of really great services for new clients that are going to be a lot more accountable because yep. the bride's getting ready for the wedding day. Exactly. So we're focusing more in on that ideal client, yep. focusing in on those goals, um, whether it's, you know, finance related or studio hours related, just a lot more strategy this year. Mm-hmm. So we're letting go of winging it. Yeah. I, that was pretty much the epitome of my year this year was winging it. And I don't want to be that way anymore. And so I am putting systems in place for myself, my business in order to get to a healthier place. Um, because obviously if I've, if I've gotten this far, just winging it, can you imagine where I will be when I actually put strategy and systems in place? Like it's going to be amazing. And so, but it's, it's a process and you have to get to that point where you want that. And it's okay if you're not there, but I think that if you are ready to do that, like do not hold yourself back by not having a strategy, Hands not on. having systems. And so, yeah. I want you to share the next one because I feel like okay. this is like probably one of your biggest ones you're letting go of for 2023. The services? Um, the letting – the comfortable. Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry. I skipped ahead. So we're letting go of being too comfortable. Comfort can lead to stagnation, and so we're embracing change. We're pushing our boundaries, um, and we are getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes, so we're letting go of just, like, being comfortable. Exactly. That's what happened this year. It was like I was flowing in the comfort. Humbling slash ego slash everything. Everything. You have to, in your mind, act like you need new clients at all times. Always. Because the reality is people come and go. The A B the ABCs. Wait, yeah. wait, yeah. ABCs always be well, it's like always be selling, but like why am I I don't know that. It's A B C. Yeah. C is not selling. I think it's the, okay, keep talking. I'm gonna look <laughs> okay. it up. Because it's from an, a famous movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've said it before, like you can be super loyal to your clients. Always be closing. Always be closing. And Alex, let's um, go. Is it Alex Baldwin? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who's on like 30 Rock, yeah. Blue Eyes. Yeah. It's him like in this movie. It's always like ABCs of selling. Always be closing. It's like it's a whole obviously thing. you don't need to be that aggressive, right. you guys. But I'm just <laughs> saying like always be hungry for new yes. clients because yes. there's going to be flows because guess what? I'm like really comfortable – like not comfortable. I have a, a really set OGs. Yeah. But guess, guess what? Four of them are all having – one just had a baby. Four of my super OGs yep. that come every month yep. are having – Babies between now and February, uh-huh. they're not going to be in for like three months. Exactly. That's and their their yeah. availability might change because of the baby, and it's, their income might change because of the baby. Yep. And that's fine. I'm so thankful for them and yep. love them. Yep. And it will make 
anything possible to get them back in and be like do everything I can. But I have to realize like they're on a journey as well. And I that's why new clients, you do need to have them coming exactly. in. Exactly. I had a lot of people move. I had a lot of clients move. I had a lot of clients who had babies. I had a lot of clients who transitioned out of bridal. Um, what am I trying to think of? Like bride. Bridal, like prepping. Prepping, yeah. exactly. And a lot of face reality clients who got clear and are just kind of in management mode. And so mm-hmm. they're not in as often. And so, yeah, having strategies in place to keep new clients coming in at all times is amazing. And guess what? If you're booked and busy, awesome. Have a wait list. Get that set up. Have people on it and then filter people in as you need. Exactly. Yeah. And then the last one, we're saying goodbye to doing skincare services that we don't love. And yeah. we kind of already did that last year. Um, we got rid of some services that we realized that we just don't really even enjoy doing anymore. Mm-hmm. There's only a handful of people booking them. So we're like, why the F are we keeping this on the menu? Right. So focusing on what we're passionate about not only brings joy to our work, but it also enhances the quality of service that we're providing. So if I'm doing yeah. a service I'm just like, don't really love, why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? So – all right, moving to 2024. Yeah. And what's in store for the skin distiller? This is our skincare studio. Hopefully, this gives you inspiration for your own studio, mm-hmm. what you're going to do. Um, the first thing is one ma- major shift for us is being more intentional with our schedules. Yeah. We're creating a harmonious balance between work and personal time. Trust me, it's not always going to be balanced, but we're really, and we already had a big discussion that January through April. We'll be working a lot mm-hmm. to get systems into place with the lounge so we can actually create the stuff we want and it will flow a lot more seamlessly through the rest of the year. But we have to put those systems in place first, which, which is a lot time. of work. So we know that we have – it's like you have to give and take. So um, we're also really going to strive for allowing more time for self-care and activities that refill our souls. For example, on my birthday, which is a Monday, like Emily is coming with me and we're getting massages at this nice spa. Like Mm -hmm. I just want to have more moments like that, like on the basis, like on a regular basis. And they can be as simple as going for a walk around Lake Harry. I just need like little things again that bring me joy. Yep. And that you feel taken care of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, Second one. Second one. We are bringing in more strategy Mm -hmm. into the operations that we have. We are setting clear income and expense goals, and this will ensure a healthier financial foundation, supporting our growth and the quality of our services, because a goal without a plan is just a dream. Mm -hmm. And while we do dream big, we have to have plans in place, systems in place in order for those to happen. Yes. And if you want to be a millionaire, but you don't have systems in place to handle that kind of money it's not gonna happen why would it come to you exactly it's gonna just filter through the cracks and so we're closing the cracks and we are making sure that we are ready for whatever is for us and when it comes we'll have things in place in order to handle it exactly Mm -hmm. i think that's i'm excited about that yeah me too we're committed to providing more solutions to our clients skincare needs i think we've already been transitioning into this with some of the skincare lines that we've brought on like glymed glow 2 facial device we're really wanting to be a full service stop for our clients not we do like to provide relaxation and things like that but i really want to provide solutions with their at home and their in studio and i want serious clients so we just want to really stay on top of our education and knowledge to provide the best 
client experience for our clients. Because that is why we do our business and who pays our bills and it all goes hand in hand. So mm -hmm. if we're not giving them a top-notch service that's results-driven, why would they come see us? Exactly. So You can come to the for the fluff, but not – I mean, I think most people are here to get actual changes. Yeah. You know? I love it. Yeah. And last but not least, I think this one's a big one for us. I feel like this also fell in hand with us getting too comfortable. We weren't like posting as much about services. We just kind of like – We were in survival mode. Yeah. We were just paddling. So you guys even – paddling. Even us who we, you know, learn what we do, not – what do you say? Like when we teach or not what we do. I no. Cannot, I don't know the thing. Um, do as we say, not as we do. There we go. Because yeah. trust me, you guys, social media is going to be the most powerful tool in – we're going to start leveraging it more to promote our services, engage with our community, and share valuable skincare insights. Instagram in general for us, especially if you use hashtags with like your locations like Minneapolis facials or Minnetonka facials. Um, insert your own city. Insert your own city. Insert what you would – like if you were searching for facials in your area or you were searching for microchanneling or brows, mm -hmm. like put those hashtags in because Instagram is going to give you those clients to your – like studio. Yeah. That's what you want. If you're going more influence route viral, that's a different animal. But for us as a skincare studio, your goal is to have your books full. That's how you mm -hmm. pay your bills. Yep. And so our goal is to be more intentional with our social media, with the skincare studio, and a lot more focused on just showing on repeat the services that we provide and the results that we provide via before and afters. Yep. Um, so we just want to keep people aware that we exist and that's new clients and also our current clients just to remind them like, hey, don't forget about offer. us. This is what we offer. This is what can happen when you commit to the process. Your skin will transform. So with that, we are bidding farewell to the old and welcoming the new. And I think we're really, really excited for what's to come with the Skin Distillery Studio, mm -hmm. but also the lounge this yeah. year, you guys. And so I hope this helps ignite some fire in your butt to at least look back at what didn't work last year that you want to let go of and the new shit you want to bring in this year. Exactly. We believe in you. You got this, you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, it's Mel here. Did you like today's episode? I hope you did. And if you did, if you could take the time to leave us a review via our podcast, that would be amazing. There is a section below um, after you've listened to the show that you can rank our show and you can also write us a message of what you thought of the show. That would be great because the more reviews we get, it allows other people to find us more easily on this platform. And we want to keep creating content for you. And in order to do so, we need the love and support. So if you can take the time today to leave us a review, we would appreciate it. And we hope to hear from you.